You are listening to the Gentleman Scofflaw Podcast. Listener beware. Rise and shine, the liquor store is open. I ain't got time for moping. I best be on my way, well I still got time to save my reputation. Time to go day drinking in this dirty little town. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Gentleman's Cough Law Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Crowder, with me. Co-hosting in person as usual is the Don, Donovan Fowler, and a special guest host today. Uh, You know her. She's been on the show before. Uh, Lady Scofflaw, how you doing? Greetings. Doing well. Greetings. You guys doing good? Uh, By the way, this podcast, the podcast for the Rebel and the Renaissance, man. I always forget to say it in the intro. It's okay. They know. They know, they, they know, know what they are. They got to know. <laughs> you know what you came for. <laughs> um, <laughs> later on on the show, we have Michelle Carroll and Zach Bennett of Exploring Minds. Oh, hell yeah. So we'll talk to them in a little bit. And uh, you know what? Let's start off with a little bit of housekeeping. Let's talk about what we're, uh, what we're drinking over here. Uh, Donovan, what do you have there? <laughs> yeah, you started on the most exciting note. Uh, I have a, uh, a Yeti full of uh, uh, tepid still water and i have a uh, a, a small red bull-esque can of uh strawberry perrier which is the uh <laughs> think somewhere in the catholic catechism this is what you're supposed to drink when you when you've given up alcohol for lent you're like the kid that brings a sparkler to a black cat's party um yep, that's me <laughs> it only gets better <laughs> although i will say I, i'm not a huge fan of the strawberry thing but perrier is uh it's great, good stuff. If I could, if I could shower in it, I would. Hey, what do you got there, uh, Lady Scofflaw? Well, I have um, true to form a fancy uh, mule drink. Yeah, yeah. Copper mug and well, all. Do you what call kind? it a vodka mule, or is that implied? It would be a Moscow mule. Mo- oh, crap, Moscow that's what mule. I meant to say. I ruined it. It's okay. It's a Moscow mule in a copper mug. It's got fresh lime. Very uh, good. And ginger beer. And I'm joining you too in the same thing, except I've got a Kentucky mule, which is uh, the same thing, but I've got a good old standby Evan Williams in there instead of uh, vodka. And I'm smoking. What are you smoking? Over here. What are you? Got some leftover figgy pudding from uh, the Country Squire from Christmas. Christmas. (laughs) And I'm smoking it in my uh, uh, Stanwell billiard uh, black brushed pipe. You better be careful. Some of those. uh you know, uh, seasonal fanatics come after you. Hey, I, I do what I want. That's they'll, how it works. They'll drive yeah. a holly stake <laughs> through your heart. <laughs> so, <laughs> how was your guys' weeks? What did, what, what's going on in your weeks? Man, what's been going on? Well, Lady Scofflaw, you had a good story, right? Oh, well, just tonight even. Yeah. I mean, the rest of my week is was crap, but tonight. <laughs> wow, okay. Listen to this. I'm out driving, doing Uh-oh. errands. Just got done at Michael's. Okay. Oh, Michael's is great. I'm at a stoplight. I'm nearing a stoplight. And everyone's driving about the same speed limit in this part of the town. Yeah. This really old small car, you hear it from forever away. What's that? What's that? What is it called? Is it the Doppler effect when you hear a sound coming and then it pat before it passes you? <laughs> Thank, like you. That. Thank, Thank you. you for the sound like effects. The train. Now do that <laughs> again. I didn't, I didn't pass by. It just was, yeah. But please do that sound again. But it's like a million times faster. 
No, 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 no. A million. Okay, a billion. I'm sorry, I'm tapped out. So for me, for me, it's like it was like this, like that. Wow. Okay, and I'm terrified, and so is everyone. It feels not just like oh, somebody ticket that guy, like really freaky and natural. And I'm just thinking about it, and before I can even stop thinking about it, like four or five cop cars come just barreling down the road, and after him, after him, I witnessed a car chase. Ooh, wow! Um, In Glendale. In Glendale, of all places. Yes, Post Michael's part of the Armenian mafia. (laughs) It was so intense. We're gonna have to edit that out, or else they're gonna come after us. Everyone was clearly affected and changed for life. Afterwards, oh, that is a rare. I mean, I I don't know if I've ever actually been privy to an actual car chase going on like outside my uh, my car window or not. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was terrifying. That's that's a that, that's a that's a neat experience. Thank not you. Everybody for- gets uh, gets to experience that. I don't think I've ever. I mean, I've seen guys do that before, but not get chased right. all the time in LA. Motorcyclists, they just do whatever they want. Well, you mean like go, go from the, oh, but like, yeah, just like zoom by. Yeah. Yeah. But this was a tiny car, right? It was a tiny, like eighties looking car. Oh, I I missed that part. So, oh yeah. For some reason I was, this this wasn't like a Justin Bieber situation. It was like (laughs) a, it was just, it was like, it was like. Justin Bieber. Did Justin Bieber. You just thought it was just this crazy. um, When? Like two years yeah, ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, he he was like getting into trouble constantly for a little bit. Or something. Yeah, yeah, so that's yeah. Why he went we through a rough patch yes, before exactly. Haley. Pre-Haley. Yeah, um, pre-Haley. Baldwin. <laughs> Anyways, I'm sorry. I don't know why that's funny. To, to. <laughs> but, and yeah, I do. I don't know. Because like, <laughs> it's Stephen Baldwin's yeah. daughter. Anyways. <laughs> wait, is it Stephen Baldwin's daughter? Yes. No, wait. Yes. Isn't it? I thought it was uh, Alex. Nope. No. Stevens. That's why it's well, funny. Maybe he's better off <laughs> with, with Stephen Baldwin's daughter. I don't know. See, that's the thing. I don't know which Baldwin you'd be better they're off. They're all with. little. They're all little off the rocker. Oh, they're, yeah, they're they're crazy family. Anyway, met Stephen Baldwin years ago. He seems oh, yeah. like the sweet one. He is. He's sweet, but he's very serious. Yeah, he seems a, a little a little cray. That's because uh, you see him in a lot of like the Christian movie. <laughs> or the whole yeah. comes off extra serious. Yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, so you yeah, were saying, yeah. If, well, at first it just seems like shocking. Like this guy doesn't care about his life, mm. and it, you don't think anything of it. Then you see all the cop cars, and you're like, this guy's a hardened criminal. Something oh. is serious is going down, and you just he ha- must all have knocked off the Michaels, <laughs> knocked over the Michaels, <laughs> gotten all those crafts. Are you making fun of me? Gotten the hell out. No, his because I is filled with. I love Michael's. I, I will go to my, well, no, not anymore, but I used to go to Michael's just to relax. I would walk. I would, I, I remember in community college, my sister, my sister would go to Michael's and I was like, Oh hell yeah. I'll go to Michael's with you. Cause it was like the perfect like place to just walk amongst the aisles, amongst all these arts and crafts. And I didn't want to buy anything. I would just no. look at them and just be like, this is what, having like an orderly life is like I get that being able to buy arts and crafts like I just my mind went there I was like this this could be a thing it probably won't this be, ever be, be a thing for me but it, it and could be plus a thing. the potpourri has drugs in it does oh, it I would never surprise me if it did you just it relax. does it does smell nice in there too and there's lots of fake flowers for me it always makes me sneeze uh, it ain't that, easy being sneezy. You're not supposed to eat it, you know. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, uh, Lady Scofflaw told me about this. Um, I hadn't heard of it before. Called the Florida Man Challenge. Flir- Florida Man. Florida Man Challenge. I don't know how long it's been going Florida. on, but I just discovered it. So, explain it to us. How does this okay. work? And Donovan knows about this, too. Yeah, somebody mentioned it to me, like, literally the other day. 
Okay, maybe it's not that old. I don't. I'm not really sure. I, how I think old it, it is. might be a phenomenon that has come around recently. So here's what you do. It's pretty simple. All right. You Google the words "Florida man" and okay. your birth your birthday, like your month and the day. Okay. And just see what comes up. <laughs> and the right. idea is that some ridiculous news article is going to come up regardless of what day you were born on. That's how confident they are that it's true. Okay. And so the, it's funny because you attribute all of the actions to as if it was one Florida man. We have, we have great, we have great confidence All in right. Florida man. The Florida man. So let's yes. get to, who wants to go first here? Well, I, I'll go first because I can, I already did this and I know okay. for sure that it's good. Okay, All I'm right. going to go again. All right. We'll start off on a, on <laughs> what a if both note. of ours are bad, then we'll end on a bad note. Well, then we'll, we'll, we'll have good, we'll have good memories yeah. of what came this before. This could be cut and re-edited later. <laughs> um, yeah. At first I was like, this is super dumb. And then I did it anyway, and I was delighted by the results. All right. Oh, so our internet's delighted. bad. <laughs> All right, let's see. It's going to take a wait. while. It's going to take a while. Oh, I see. I, I thought I was, I'm looking at, what, well, what's on there before? Oh, what, what, this is Kroger ginger beer. <laughs> Dyes, Ralph's, Sell, ginger beer. Is that, am I, am I, are my eyes going or does it say dies instead of does? It's your, dies Ralph's, <laughs> dies Ralph's sell ginger beer. It's kind of like Fahrenheit 451. We're all just getting stupider and depending on yeah, the correct to fix it. Okay. Right. Okay. The title I got Florida man caught with nearly 200 illegal lobsters. Okay. Oh okay. man. You know what? That's, that's legit right there. I mean, lobster, Lobster uh, stealing. So is it your birthday first or? Lobster, Sorry, not to you. It doesn't oh, matter. Jordan's right. an eager beaver. Wow, way to just leave. I <laughs> know, I'm the, listening. The headline from before. <laughs> yeah, you Nobody don't even care about, about that. Nobody cares about 200 lobsters that Illegal may or may lobsters. not be missing. <laughs> well, I bet you, I, I wonder if he, uh, if he, you know, like there are some people who will drop lobster cages in lobster areas or off piers and stuff, and okay. then they'll come back and pick them up. They did a Seinfeld episode about this where Kramer thought it was like a good idea. He didn't realize it was illegal or something. And then it turned out that it was, and like he was getting all this great lobster and then it like later, like the cops come for him and it's like, Oh wow. It's a big deal to go illegal lobster fishing. But, um, Hmm. lessons from Seinfeld. There we go. Lessons from Seinfeld and Florida man. Gosh, I I just looked mine up and didn't have anything on mine. I found one on yours. I thought I did. Lady Scofflaw, you guys set this straight. In the meantime, okay, look up uh, September 26th. Okay. Wait, is, do you get, that's do, your birthday? Do, yeah. Why do don't you, I know that? That's my, okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah, why don't you know this, I'm sorry. Lady Scofflaw? You're supposed to memorize our birthdays. Um, no, uh, I'm so hurt, but uh, sorry, wait. Are you supposed to put in the year? No, it doesn't matter. Oh, okay. it doesn't that's matter. what I did. What, it, what year did you put? 85. Your actual birthday? No, you can't do that, no. No. Okay. Florida man's been Everybody busy knows since that. then. Florida man was born in 1990. <laughs> there we go. Just for kidding. Donovan. <laughs> Caught on camera, Florida man tossed over b- bridge during fight. Oh, wow. Is this like a way to like foretell your death? <laughs> what? Whoa. <laughs> Wouldn't that be crazy? That would be pretty You're cool. going to drown That's in 200 That's the next Jordan Peele movie. <laughs> 
You're going to be eaten by 200 lobsters, Lady Scofflaw. Oh I'm going to be thrown over a bridge. And Jordan, what are you going to All right. Mine says, Florida man sentenced to 92 years in prison. Oh. He's going to die by prison. Whoa. Jeez. And then the next one down says, man tries to keep marijuana brick on beach. But that doesn't count because it doesn't, it doesn't say Florida Sorry, man. It's yeah. just man. Yeah, you don't know the rules. Just, right. It's just human. But can we now dig into the stories? All right. What does is, what is this story say? Why was he sentenced to 92 years in prison? A series of oh, violent I crimes. I don't know if I want to know. It's a series. It doesn't, it just, that's all we need to know. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we have to dig too deep into that. Okay, let's go back. Let's, we I wanna, already know that this. What was Donovan's again? Mine was like a man thrown over a bridge. Did he die? I wonder yeah, if let's he, find he probably out if he died. died. Hold on, let me back up here. I should have just had these all open. Florida man tossed over bridge during fight. Ooh, Um, maybe he was tossed into a. This was just last year, last September. Bunch of gators. Um, accused of tossing another man thirty feet off a bridge during an altercation. Thirty feet—that's a long way to fall. Involved in an argument with a woman over money as she and another man walked. A bike with a flat tire Involved over the bridge. Argument. Wow, that's a lot of layers to that story. <laughs> I feel like there's a clue there, but it may not matter because the guy got thrown off a bridge. Too much happening. That happened last year? Yeah, September. Jeez. Florida man's still going strong. Did he die? Uh, I closed the tab. You oh, guys have to find out for yourself. Sure. We want to Take know if he off. died. Uh, whatever. I'm, 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 I'm cool with, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll leave it ambiguous. We'll, we'll, we'll imagine that he, that he sprouted, Florida man sprouted some wings and flew off. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. Or a gator ate him. Either or that happened. Look at this picture. <laughs> I oh, wish no. everyone could see it. That's what the lobster tails spread out on the ground. Oh, like, wow. like a memory we'll card post game. Link I mean, there's, show notes there's a lot of man stories. Okay. There's, there's, that's a lot of lobster meat to be had there. He was pulled over and they smelled marijuana and they just ended up finding the <laughs> casual lobster oh, tails. Oh boy. Yeah, well, the end. Crazy. That's one that was way fun. to fund your drug habit. <laughs> that was fun. That was a <laughs> <Yeah>. fun little <laughs> So yes, please send us, send us Florida your Yeah, send us your Florida man. No stories. offense to our Florida listeners. Yeah, I want to hear every Which would they, be anyone over they all at Gold Go Headquarters. I will say <laughs> Sorry, Florida guys. as I was talking to somebody at a wedding recently and they were they were telling me how much Florida is, is like a little country unto itself. As yeah. many places are. It's Texas, Texas is like the that. panhandle is very different from, you know, from uh Miami. California is kind of like that too, though. That's true. Just all the edges. Just all. It's <laughs> a big place. Just all the, all jerks the edges live on the within a hundred miles of the southern border. I, I want to hear all three hundred and sixty-five Florida man stories. Three, you guys? Oh my gosh! Yeah, but we should just we'll, we'll start a podcast. Patreon. That'll be a new podcast. Florida, Florida, man, Florida podcast. man podcast. We could do that. It'll be if you guys want to hear Florida man, Florida man podcast. Go ahead and uh, donate on Patreon. Florida Cast your vote. <laughs> oh. All right, so Florida man. <laughs> <laughs> Lady Scofflaw and I uh, just recently watched this. I believe you did too, Donovan. Talking about the movie, the documentary the uh, doc, called doc. Free Solo. Yeah. Which uh, I thought was insane. Yeah, it was I didn't even know crazy. people did this for real. Really? You'd never seen this? I've you never saw the not, beginning of Mission Impossible 2? I did, but I didn't. That's not real. <laughs> it is real. Well,. It, is it? Well, it's funny that you mentioned that because there is a, uh, I think it was for Wired. 
they, all different companies now do this. Like the different magazines have these videos where it's like so-and-so breaks down, you know, like they do like oh, this yeah, yeah. language expert. I saw what you're talking about where stuff. he watched a bunch of cliffhanger. Yeah. Uh, and he yeah. was actually, it was cool because Alex, uh, Alex Honold, Honold, uh, however you pronounce <laughs> his last name. He, uh, he broke down these, these climbing scenes from movies and he was pretty gracious about it. He was like, he was like, yeah, this works. This doesn't, you know, like that, yeah. would, that would be a thing, but that wouldn't. And, uh, he broke down mission impossible too, but, but yeah, free soloing. It's uh it's a thing. I always explain to our listeners who don't know what it is. What is free soloing? So there's, there's a difference. I'm, I'm uh, disclaimer. I'm not a climbing expert. I've climbed some what? things in my no life. doctor i have done i have done some climbing once i uh once i climbed a, a a small like set of boulders in um in joshua tree and my jeans ripped from <laughs> the muscles from, my jeans ripped from like the uh like, like the ankle all the way like up to the crotch bone. Wait, the what? ken bone of climbing <laughs> the, wait jeans. how did this happen i i guess i overextended myself and my I, these jeans may have been a little bit too tight to begin with like they were like jeans i didn't care about and there's a reason and uh they anyways they ripped from like the ankle to the crotch and it was like oh my god Gosh, I hope I have pants in the back of my car. I was with people and I remember I got down to the bottom and just like, thank God I had some old Navy uh, pants that saved me that were in the back and I had meant to return them. But anyways, long story short, got out of that one alive. So, so what, from what I understand, there's, there's something called, there's, there's like actual, there's climbing rope climbing, which is like where you actually anchor you, you set an anchor at the top of wherever you're going to climb to. And then you, and then you end up, you know, using the rope to, to ascend. And then there's something called free climbing, which is where you, uh, you will have ropes with you, but you're setting your anchors as you go. So there's another documentary called the Dawn wall, which is about these guys free climbing the Dawn wall. And I think free climbing is the term. I might be wrong, but it's basically like, they climbed the other side of El Capitan, which is super slick. Yeah. Like you wouldn't be able to free solo it. You need ropes. But the point was is that they had to constantly keep climbing to these spots because what happens is you're setting your anchors or you're setting, you know, your whatever is going to, whatever the ropes are going to be attached to as you go. So when you fall, you're, you're, you're relying on what you've already set. And it takes many attempts to kind of set these because, because usually it's uncharted or whatever, like people, people haven't done it before. So anyways, um, in the case of free soloing, that is where you're doing it alone and without ropes. Yeah. I mean, I I could just jump to that initially, but I feel like oftentimes people from what I was also getting wrong was like, I was getting free climbing mixed up with free soloing. Yeah. Cause yeah. yeah, Cause who would expect just a body up there? Yeah. Right. Just your fingers and toes basically holding yourself up the whole way. Yeah. It's pretty insane. I mean, it's, it's, um, it's interesting. Cause I, I watched, like I said, I I watched a bunch of interviews with this guy, Alex, uh, Honold and, um, you know, the Joe Rogan one is really interesting too. Like he, he breaks it down and they talk about like, it gets a little bit more personal and in depth. Well, not personal necessarily. I haven't finished the whole thing, but like it gets more technical. It's probably four hours long. Oh yeah. Well, (laughs) this one actually was relatively, I want to say it was relatively short. I think it was two hours, but 
it gets a little bit more technical. They get into some of the finer points of what the documentary maybe missed. And uh, it's funny because even before this doc, I even knew about it. I I was researching uh, uh, whatever the base jumpers with um, is that like the parkour glide suits? I don't know. No, base jumping is where you have it. You have a you like have flying a, squirrels. Yeah, well, oh. yeah, it's basically oh, okay. like, so it, it, originally I think it was just jumping off of a high height with a parachute. Yeah. So it wasn't jumping from a plane. It was like you jump from a mountain and then they started to add these, uh, these gliding suits. They are like oh, flying fun. swirls. Oh, cool. And they're very, but it's very dangerous because basically what you're doing is stupid. Yeah. I mean, a lot just of kidding. times, well, a lot of times it's, you're basically controlling your fall. And if you, if you miscalculate, you know, if you start flying too close to things and stuff, you end up, you end up dying. And, uh, a lot of the guys that, um, you know, that the doc had named who, uh, who had died. I think a few of them had died base jumping doing that. Yeah. And I recognized their names from it. Yeah. And it's interesting. Cause one thing that Honold was pointing out was that none of those guys died from free soloing. No. Yeah. I mean, it was all like they died from doing really? stuff. Yeah. They died other from doing other stuff. stuff. That's fascinating. But, it, and, but he was even saying it wasn't all that, like a lot of the stuff that they were doing wasn't all that crazy. The irony is, is that most free soloers don't apparently, according to him, he said most free soloers or no free soloer has ever died doing anything cutting edge that basically they all typically die doing like a really boring, mundane climb. And it's because they, he thinks it's because they get too relaxed that they basically like that. They aren't, they they aren't as primed as they should be. Like if you're doing something like he's doing in that movie where you have to be really engaged and you have to be 100% focused, you're going to be more, you're going to be more uh, involved. Whereas if you, if you're kind of going through the motions, you're more likely to make a mistake. And if you're, if you make a mistake at 40 feet, then, you know, you die. I get that 100% on a really tinier level, but just that whole, like the way the human brain works, like <laughs> this is such a sad <laughs> comparison, but when you work at restaurants, I was a server for so long. And when you have the really, really crazy shifts, mm-hmm. like you would do, a re- you would do your best and you would often like, right. you, you would feel exhausted, but then you would suddenly have like a shift with like one or two, ta- whatever, for example. And you would just like suck all of a sudden and it seemed to be a common thing and people would be like, why am I sucking? And it's the same thing. Like you think you, you just, you lower your standards for yourself and you get comfortable and confident and suddenly all these mistakes are, and people just think you're totally, you know, stupid or whatever. But, um, it's weird how the brain works like that when it's fully engaged, you can accomplish some crazy, amazing things. But when you let go, well, Joe Rogan said that apparently it's with fighters as well, that fighters who, uh, fighters who start taking on easier fights a lot of times it's, it's well they just need to challenge themselves so interesting. it's interesting it's an interesting phenomenon but the movie itself is really fascinating it's a fascinating yeah. character study yeah you gotta watch it you haven't seen it yet is it on hulu or netflix or it's something? on hulu it's free on hulu oh, but it it's basically yeah i mean just to give you the small rundown it's like three thousand bought it on three different platforms. Oh, really? We watched it rented. I wanted to get working on his TV. He rented it on three things. I wanted to see it on, uh, I wanted to see it on, um, uh, IMAX. That'd be fantastic. Yeah, that would be really cool. But, uh, were you saying 3000, the feet? Oh, uh, the El Capitan is 3000 feet. And that's what I didn't realize is it's taller than the empire state building. What? Yeah. So he was basically up there without ropes 
and it's taller than the Empire State Building. And if you see it's some much of the, taller than the Empire State Building, like twice that. I don't know if it's twice the Empire State Building. I remember seeing like an infographic that showed like Eiffel Tower, Empire State Building, all this stuff, and they look like they were just in the shadows of El Capitan. Maybe I don't know. Check this, but. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's crazy. I mean, like it is pretty interesting. Um, it's, and, and it's, it's at the end of the day, one of the things I found the most interesting about it is it's not even really about the climb. It's more about looking at him as a character study yeah, as yeah. a person and kind of examining, okay, yeah. Why are you doing this? And like, yeah, like what kind of a person I know everybody says, that he's not a sociopath. And I, yeah. I, I agree with that. Like, I don't think that he's, Oh yeah, I guess it is like twice the, twice the those size are, of the, you acted like those were stacked. They're, not stacked. <laughs> <laughs> they're, not, they're all, not all the stacked. buildings he mentioned. We, it's important to point out for, are in a for, row. For, on the ground. The, yeah, no, but I'm just saying like, <laughs> we'll put, we'll put this image in the show notes. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, there yeah. You go. but yeah, basically it's, infographic. it's like twice, know, twice the Sears tower. It seems like, <laughs> Or the Chicago yeah. Tower. No, um, that is that's true though. That's massive. But uh, but everybody says you know that he's not like a, a sociopath, which I agree with. Like I don't think he is a sociopath. But um, and I think like we've talked about this before. I think that term is overused, and I've definitely overused that term in the past. But um, me too. But the, I do that too. But the funny thing about it, Lady Scofflaw calls me a sociopath. <laughs> not, no, I don't. But no, okay. I don't want to interrupt you. But we were. No. I was just talking about that with a friend the other day. Because of true crime documentaries yes. being all over the place, we are all constantly using the terms sociopath and psychopath. No, I, I, I for as a quick segue, I when I first came out to California, I remember I read a whole book on psychopathy, and it was by Robert Hare, who was like one of the prime premier experts on psychopathy. And it caused me to get re- really paranoid because I started to be like, oh, wow. Okay. Like everybody's a psychopath. Right. Like everybody we're, around we're me is a psychopath. Like I would always yeah. look out for traits in people. And now what I've realized is <laughs> like, oh my God, yeah, what, I, anymore. what I've, what I've realized, I mean, I, and I know for a fact that I've definitely known like probably a psychopath or some, some variation of so, that yeah. form in my life. Yeah. But, um, but the funny thing is, is that like, it's very difficult to diagnose that. And with, with Holnold, uh, I think that I'm pronouncing his name right, but what you I took, said it wrong a bunch of times. Why yeah. I even guess I want to say, I want to say Harnold, but it's, I think it's, it's Honold, Honold maybe, or Honold, but either way, the guy has something, his eyes are so dark and blank. I think it, the they mentioned, eyes. they mentioned that his dad has like Asperger or had Asperger's or something. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And I think he's, he has to have had, he has to have some variations, variation of that. But, um, but you know, I mean, at the end of the day, it doesn't, it doesn't matter that much. I we mean, should talk of, to Dr. Sean T. Smith again and see if he thinks this guy's a sociopath. It is fascinating though. Cause earlier I joked about like some people dying from things that are stupid, but, but truly I, I don't feel like that at all. Like I'm so in awe and impressed and amazed by people who are willing to, to do these, these crazy things. And, and, and Jordan has told right. me before he hates the word fearless because it takes away from people. It, it, bravery is the right word. It takes away from that. But like, mm. this is just another level. Like it's something I can't comprehend. And so it's, oops, I hit the mic. I'm so <laughs> passionate, but, um, it's, it's fascinating to me. It's, it's really yeah. crazy that there are humans out there. I mean, to me, like I've always, if you had kids, I'd feel differently. Like yeah. if you had kids, I feel differently. I'm, I'm split because I'm sort of like, 
if you die, I don't know. It's tough. It is tough because part of me admires what he does. And then part of me is like, but when's it going to be enough? Like, because a lot of, like it pointed out a lot of these guys, it's like, unfortunately they have something going on where they're they're They don't, they don't get the same buzz that most people do off of just normal life. Yeah. So they end up pushing the envelope to the point of where they die. Yeah. And it stinks because it's like, well, then you, you know, yeah, I mean, we all are going to die, but at the same time, like it sucks that you had to fall 3000 feet in front of people that you love or, you know, that kind of thing. But I mean, that's the funny, I mean, that's the, but that's the great thing about the doc is that it does address these issues. And he seems super honest and upfront from the start. Like he's kind of trying to keep his, you know, his girlfriend, like not at a distance, but sort of just, he doesn't, he's kind of consistent with how he addresses it. Well, he's honest about, he's honest about how it is. Even if it comes off as like, sometimes he's a little bit of a, you know, cold jerk about it. Yeah. Um, like he could handle it a little bit better, but, um, but it is interesting. It's like that. It's kind of like boxers. I remember like somebody saying like, why do we, why does anybody need to box? No. And like, it's like, yeah, I mean like when you put it like that, it's like, why would you just get in a ring just to get your brains beaten out? But there is something inspirational in it. And there is, it's like, well, why are we here to begin with? It is sort of an mm-hmm. existential thing of Good like, point. well, like what are we, you know, what are we doing here? If, it's, if not to accomplish great things, and if you take personal responsibility for what you do and, you know, you actually really do it well, then, you know, if I mean, the thing about it is, is like, he's not a daredevil. He's not like a thrill seeker. Like he really is like, this is his mission yeah, like in a, life. The goal of it. Yeah. yeah. And he's calm. I mean, that's the thing is that like, well, that's one thing he mentions in the Rogan interview is that like, if he, if you, if you're free soloing and you end up, uh, if you end up really like pumping yourself up, then you typically you're, you're bound to fail because you're, you're getting way too stressed out. Whereas like you almost need to keep yourself in that, in that area of like kind of a mellow, you know, flow. Hmm. So it's super intentional. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. It reminds me of too, like Hamilton, the musical. I don't know if you're familiar, super familiar with it. The way, the way Alexander Hamilton is, is presented in the musical. It reminds me of that too, where it's just kind of like, yeah. it's not really that I don't care about anyone. It's just, I care about this other thing so much that everything is going to go into it right. and I'll never stop. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting mindset and people that do that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we we <laughs> went deep. talked Jordan, a lot about Jordan's free gonna, solo. Jordan's going to, moving along. You know what time it is? No, what? It's time for... Listener mail. All right, it's that time of the show where we interact with you, the listener. Um, and if you guys want to interact with us, you can uh, join us on all of the social media platforms. We are at Jan Scofflaw. You can send us an email on our website, gentlemanscofflaw.com. You could also leave us an iTunes review. We can read that on the show, or you can call the phone number, man81scoff, and leave us a voicemail on our listener voicemail line. <clears throat> all right, uh, I'm going to read this first one here. It comes from... From AZ Piper Jim on Instagram. He says, 
Hey guys, I got my winnings the other day and I got to open it up. Wow, what an amazing razor. I don't shave very often or shave much off, but when I do shave, now it's a treat. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Nice. AZ Piper Jim. He uh he uh that he was a winner of uh I think it was our last Christmas giveaway. We give away that wow. set from Phoenix Shaving. He's so, a lucky one. Yeah, that was a I used that razor. I used that same razor. Oh yeah? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Very good cool. good razor. Good razor, guys. Very cool. <laughs> Since you guys don't have your, the show notes pulled up on your phone, I gotta read all the list from mail myself. <laughs> all right, here you go. Here we go. This is from funny with, oh, well, this is the headline is funny with staying power. Five stars by Stan Fox. That's his Tinder account. Title. It is. <laughs> Stan funny, oh, whatever funny with account. staying power. I uh, like it. Yeah. Can I take a review that? from my Tinder? That's what I look for first. So <laughs> he says nothing better than a genuinely funny podcast that can keep it, go- keep it rolling long enough to cover a monster commute. Oh, okay. Nice. Well, that's a that's very uh. So he's got. He sounds like he's got a lot praise. of time in the car there, Stan. Well, thanks yeah. for listening to us. Thanks we'll for join listening. The club. <laughs> Leaving us. In- he must be a fellow Angelino. <laughs> Probably. All right. Let's go to a little listener voicemail here. Hello. That sound of me having a nice cold one after a long hard day. Thanks for the lovely podcast. Take care. <laughs> All right. What's that? Uh, well, thank you for that. Who was that? Yeah, who was it? I don't know. There was. They didn't leave their name. It's just, just some rando. Just, just some random. Just some guy. Unknown number left that on gal. Voicemail. I couldn't what? tell. I couldn't actually. I, I don't know if I could tell how that person identified, but uh, I'm glad that they were having a good time. It was Pat. It was Pat that left the voicemail. Um, all right, that let's go go to it's an old reference. Yeah, let's go to a quick Wait, like break. Pat as in the SNL character. Um, yeah, yes. man or oh, sir, yeah. except him or her. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. All right, let's go. I get it. Let's go to a quick break, and we'll be back with Michelle Carroll and Zach Bennett of Exploring Minds. Hello, gentlemen, Scofflaws. Thanks so much for being a loyal listener of the show. And your feedback and support is really what keeps us going. It means a lot to us. So sincerely, thank you again. Now, if you're a fan of the show and you want to take your support to the next level, why not support the show on Patreon? We offer all sorts of extras on there like outtakes, extended interviews, a bonus movie podcast, and behind-the-scenes content. Better yet, we have options that start as little as a dollar a month. You pay more for that at a park meter to go in and grab a cup of coffee at Starbucks. See what I did there? If you're interested in helping support the show, please check out patreon.com slash gentscofflaw or click the support link on the website. Again, that's patreon.com slash gentscofflaw. We look forward to having you as part of our team. All right, Donovan, I'm excited to have this next guest. Uh, Friends of mine, uh, they work on a show called Exploring Minds. I've heard um, of <laughs> Michelle Carroll and Zach Bennett. Thank you so much for coming on. Hi, guys. Thanks so much for having us. What's up, dudes? How, How are you guys you? doing? Living the dream, man. Living We're just chilling dream. here, just doing this podcast. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Good times. Likewise. <laughs> um, so I met uh, Michelle, I don't know, it was like four or five years ago. You were working on another project, and then um, we talked recently about your 
current project here with Zach. Um, I'd love for the our listeners who don't know you guys to, to just know a little bit about your background and how you kind of came to be. Yeah, totally. It's funny. I was thinking about that too, um, because you and I met, like you said, my other project, which was called LA Lady, which we can talk about, but um, we had mutual friends that thought we should meet because I was working on LA lady and you work in, you know, media and production as well. And I was just like, Oh, it all comes full circle, you know, all these years <laughs> later. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, um, like you said, uh, years ago now, um, I had this other, um, it, I called it an online magazine and, uh, it, it was called LA lady and, uh, it turned into, it kind of morphed into me interviewing, um, influential and successful women in LA. And it was great. And, um, you know, I'm super proud of it. And it was my first venture. Um, and it was fun and it was growing. Um, and I loved it so much. Um, but then no, well, not, but, um, Zach, who I've known for forever and he'll jump in here in a minute. Um, you know, we, he's worked in production for forever and he's amazing at what he does. And I wanted to take that platform and turn it into video. So very similar to what we're doing now. Cause at that time it was just uh, written form and, um, like photo shoots. Um, and I wanted him to come on and help me do like a promo for that. And so he came on and, uh, he apparently, <laughs> I think you li liked what we were doing because we started, we talked about him coming on as, as a partner and kind of a long story short, we realized in that brainstorming process for just that like little promo that we both also had this other idea of an online, you know, an online show interviews but a little bit more broad, a little bit more, uh, expansive. Um, and yeah. And, and so that's kind of how exploring minds was, was born. Um, I think at first we were kind of trying to take Ellie lady and just morph it into this idea, but LA lady was just so specific. I mean, literally the name is LA lady. That's like Los Angeles women. Yeah, <laughs> It's pretty specific. <laughs> kind of hard to, you know, Although that is a big demographic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, I think I, I did that on money. purpose to make it, you know, as specific and obvious as possible, which was good until you want to change it a little bit. But so, yeah, we, you know, we, we want to talk to men. We want to talk to people, not just in LA, all topics. So it kind of needed to be its own thing. So it became its own thing. And, and, uh, we've been on this journey now for like a, a few years of, you know, just prepping. And now we're finally in the like go stage and it's really like, we're so, we're just stoked. Like we're, we, we love all the work that we've done and the feedback that we've gotten has just been like kind of our dreams come true. Um, but yeah, so that, that's me. I don't, Zach, if you. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> So, you know, it, at the time, yeah, Michelle and I go way back. And at the time I was working in production, I was working in some studio in Burbank doing something. And, uh, Michelle kind of came up it, like anybody who's anybody who can relate to this. It's always how this conversation starts. Michelle came in like, Hey, so I want to do some video. And like, I bought these lights. Oh like, what God. do you think about these lights? Oh yeah. Everyone buys a ring light because of YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> YouTubers do. That's what all the beauty bloggers do. <laughs> totally. And I just, like, I look at this light and I'm like, I mean, you know, like it depends on what you're doing, I guess, you know, and 
Um, so of course I pitched her on all these ideas and she's like, dude, this is way too expensive. Like what world do you think I live in? And, but, but so we were kind of hanging out and, you know, I was asking her about LA lady and what she was up to, you know, we're kind of catching up in, on old times and, you know, it just sort of evolved over a, a certain period of time. But, um, I think Michelle and I both realized that we were on the same page about the state of media and the state of, you know, conversation and the state of what was going on. Uh, particularly in news and storytelling. And I come from a filmmaking and documentary background. And so, you know, I've, I've had a lot of ideas, um, about really trying to pursue the truth in terms of perspective. Um, you know, one of these ideas I had back in the day, I wanted to like, you know, take an airstream and drive all over the country and just have one-on-one conversations with people. Um, you know, because it, it, in, in my life, I've realized that it's really hard to, um, not understand where somebody's coming from. If I'm, if I can have a one-on-one conversation with them, right? Like, you know, mm-hmm. people individually tend to be sane, like, unless they're just straight up crazy. Like if someone's just nuts, there's nothing I can do about it. But generally <laughs> I can at least ask somebody a question and have a one-on-one conversation with them. And I can at least understand where they're coming from. Maybe I don't agree with them or I don't even really understand it necessarily, but, but, but at least I, you know, I can, they can plant some seeds and I can start to think about the world in a different way. And so anyway, Michelle and I were working on this project with LA lady. And then I was like, well, why don't I help you do a promo? We'll make it look really cool and it'll be great. And then that kind of evolved to, well, why don't I help in and help you, you know, kind of produce this thing. And then that evolved to, well, (laughs) it just kind of kept going and going and going. And eventually we realized, Hey, we have this bigger vision that has to do more with, um, you know, communicating on an individual level, but on a, on a broad macro scale. Um, and so obviously like touring around the country is, is, you know, not particularly feasible. Um, but I think, you know, Michelle and I had similar ideas in terms of, uh, what we're sick of in, in general media, right? Like the, 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 the story I always use is like, I'm watching Bill Maher, I'm watching some show or whatever, which I, I don't do that anymore. It's like a waste of time. But when I did like have on some interesting guests and that interesting guest would start to say something really, really cool or really, really profound, you know, something really interesting. And then, you know, Bill Maher cuts in with some smarmy, stupid comment and then cut to commercial. And I'm like, what the fuck am I doing here? Like, why am I <laughs> watching the show? It's such a yeah. waste of time. Um, and so, you know, our show, our show was kind of born out of that. And we really want to, we want to try to aggregate perspective and we want to give those people who have experience worth sharing a platform. And so the people who are watching our show can, um, can gain from that. And it's not about being, you know, it's not about absolute truth. It's, it's suggestion, right? And we find that people who are really, really good at what they do tend to speak in suggestions. Yeah. What the way you guys do your show is, um, it comes from a very, it doesn't seem like it's come coming from any angle at all. Whenever you're exploring, exploring a mind or exploring a topic, um, you, uh, you, I mean, you really dig in there and somebody can say something and you ask them to expand and you keep digging in on it. And it's not like a debate type of format or anything. It's just sincerely questioning, which doesn't happen really at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you so much. I mean, that's if if we had no other goal, I think that is would essentially be it is providing a a space and a platform where people can just say what they actually mean and get their points across, whatever their point is. Um, I mean, we agree with you 100 percent. That's why we started it, which is like we don't know of any other platforms out there where they give their guests free range. And if they do, even if it is long format, there's still some kind of, for the most part, there's still some kind of angle or slant or or, or whatever. And 
that's just not, we, we just think that there needs to be another option out there for people who are simply trying to learn. Cause I think Zach and I, we're, we're both very inquisitive people. Yeah. Um, we really like learning about God. I mean, really anything. And we really like, um, people and for people like us, there's not really an option for information in the media. I mean, unless we just like, I literally tried this last year. I got like a wall street journal subscription for a few months and it was amazing because it was so boring. It was so <laughs> just like bland and it was great. I felt like I was just learning without all the drama. Um, so we're just trying to, to take that and, um, and bring, you know, get us face to face and do it one-on-one, -on -one, um, without the, without God, without the arguing and the, sensationalism and the slant. And, you know, we even say we're like, we, we don't claim to be neutral. We don't claim to be, um, not biased because we're, we all have our biases. We all have our opinions, yeah. but we do try our best to at least be authentic and absolutely respectful. And, and, and that's the thing, right? Like I, the concept of being fair and balanced or neutral, like it's just so absurd when yeah, you think it's, right. it's just ridiculous. And, and people who actually want to learn stuff, um, need to be able to do it in an environment where they can ask questions. They can ask stupid questions. Like we kind of want to professionally be the kid in the back of the class. who's like, wait, no, hold the phone. Like, I don't actually know what you're talking about. Back yeah, that up. Right. That was me all my life. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like and there's, a, there's so, you know, and people purport like, you know, they're going to provide the most accurate information about this or the most accurate information about that. And I think that like the old way, this is what frustrated me as a producer is like this old concept that's been propagated that people are stupid and people are stupid. Like I, I, I reject that. Yeah. I totally reject that. In groups, somehow people get really dumb. I'm still trying to figure that one out. But yeah. <laughs> if you can just hang out and, and listen to what somebody's saying, you can, you can, um, you can garner perspective. You can get perspective. I mean, for me, just kind of making it micro, it's like there were people in my life on a very personal level that changed my whole point of view about the world and about a lot of things. And they did it over time and they did it with love and they did it suggesting things. And they would say stuff and I would disagree. Even, even if it was internally, I'd be like, oh, they're crazy. But they would say it in such a way that was, that allowed me to start to slowly see the world in a little bit of a different light. And if we can allow our audience to just have the opportunity to hear somebody talk about a topic in a way that they would have never otherwise had the opportunity to do it. We can plant these little seeds and people can slowly start to expand the way that they see the world around them. And, and really that's all we're trying to do. There's no, um, you, you know, I think one thing that people might be thinking is like, well, what are you just going to like let any random person on and say their piece? And like, no, we do vet people. <laughs> you know, yeah. We do people right, that right. have and opinion. These aren't just like, random lunatics, but I mean, we you were, vetted, you vetted us pretty, pretty, pretty hard before we came <laughs> on. We're, we were surprised we made the cut. Sometimes, sometimes the vetting just like, you know, like chili cheese fries or like a beer. <laughs> yeah. The answer is yes. Yes. Actually, you know, it's funny because like, it's funny that you say that. Cause it's, it's like, uh, one of the things I always found, unfortunately when Anthony Bourdain, uh, mm. passed away last year, I remember looking into some quotes of his. I was always impressed with his way of going about things because he seemed to explore ideas around the world while remaining entertaining to people. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, it was all encapsulated in one quote. He basically said he thought people could come to a much better understanding of one another, even if they were on polar opposite sides of things over like a good beer and some barbecue. 
And, uh, and it's true. It's like, if you actually like can sit down with people over like something, you know, just in a, in, in sort of a warm, friendly way and approach them and, and just listen, then a lot of times you're going to make way more progress than if you cling to your, you know, what you think you know about something. So, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. And th- there's something to that sitting one-on-one, I think when neither person has the, an audience to pander to, mm. you uh, defenses come down a little bit more. You don't have to be so dramatic because who are you being dramatic for? Right. Um, and that helps. It, it really helps. I mean, yeah, this is a, kind of a whole other conversation, but I, I think... I think back to the people before social media was a thing. And I was like, oh, this is like what you guys just did all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like you had to mm-hmm. deal with each other face to face all the time. And and that's probably why you were more civil, I, I think. Yeah. I wonder what has happened to you along the way, at least. And it's like, I always feel like an old fogey when I'm like, yeah, yeah these years, kid, in these years and kids today or well, recent kind of like in, in the Simpsons, the grandpa, I think yeah. is, is, at one point he says, he's like, people used to talk to one another. And they'd leave each other alone. <laughs> you know, like it was like yeah. this dichotomy of like but, wanting to have your cake and eat it too. What I wonder is where this kind of i this this theme of this this being afraid of ideas. Why is it? Why are people so afraid to let someone have the floor and express an idea? Uh, you know, without immediately shutting it down. It's like it's always it's it's we're in a weird time where people like even if you say something. Uh, somebody says someone you disagree with, they just want to block them, shut them out, you know, say right. you're wrong. It's really strange. I, ha- I have some, I mean, I have some specific theories on that really. I mean, a, like that's part of the human experience, right? Like yeah. egos, egos exist and they're going to come up and they're, and people are going to defend what they think to be correct. Right. So, so that's just, I think that that's been around since forever, Yeah. but I think that there's also this thing that's happening. That's, I would say the, the thing that's unique to this time and this day and age is that, um, we have this vicious feedback loop of, uh, there's a couple things I'm going to like try to describe and then put them back together to your point. Um, you've got what I would call necessary polarization in terms of mainstream media, right? Like back in the day you had three channels, like everybody was watching the same channels. And then yeah. all of a sudden, you know, Roger Ailes comes out and he's like, we're going to turn news into entertainment. And then all of a sudden it was like you had to figure out what your niche was, right? Because there's like 5,000 channels on TV and you need to cater to a really specific market. So this is what happened with news stations is they started catering to really specific markets, right? And so when you have to cater to a particular market, you need to be propagating particular ideas. And then – so that's that's one element. And then along comes social media. And what social media does is it gives a platform – and I'm generalizing here. There are lovely people on social media. But it gives a platform for a lot of hyper, hyper, hyper egos – to, to, you know, try to manifest themselves into, you know, other people's brains. And, and then what happens is the media takes what's happening on social media as if that's the norm. And it's not like, it's a small, small, small percentage of most people. And they've ignored, in my opinion, they've, they've created this massive gap of people who are like, I'm sick of this. This is nuts. And so they just get off it. They're not on social media. They're not watching news. And there's all these people out like wandering around the real world. And the news has convinced everybody that what's happening on Twitter is what's happening in real life. And then so occasionally in real life, we come across these people who, you know, start attacking us. And I think it's really just out of fear. It's like they're afraid that the person across from them is that the person across from them is as crazy as the news is telling them that everybody is right. This is why yeah. you can say mm-hmm. 
you know, something about Trump or about Me Too or whatever that's maybe not towing the line and somebody freaks out at you because they think, oh, you're a, you know, you're, you're a total extremist. And I think that that's just this vicious cycle between social media and mainstream media. Yeah. You know what I realized just the other day, uh, maybe this, maybe I'm late to the train and this isn't news, um, but on that note of people thinking that what's happening on social media is what's happening in the real world. Um, I, I realized I was looking at the trending section on Twitter and there were a few items in there that they were trending, but they only had like a thousand right. views. Right. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. a thousand like retweets right. or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, wait, so you only need about a thousand posts or retweets to be considered trending? That's that's actually kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. No, it really is. There's there is a weird thing that happens with uh with the media. And it, it happens on 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 both sides, but this this idea that um painting people into these these subgroups like you said like extremists like if they if they say this they're uh, they're an extremist like this idea of like um not to get too political because i'm not really a political guy but like the idea of the alt-right i'll be talking with somebody and they'll be like oh he's alt-right i'm like what does that mean what do you mean alt-right i don't i still haven't found a any definition on the internet that says what it is other right. than it's used to like shut somebody down that they don't want to listen to. Right. Well, was it, was, uh, I don't want to get the publication wrong. Was it, um, the New York times, correct, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, they just came out like last week, the headline of their interview with Ben Shapiro was alt-right sage yeah. or alt-right I think, leader. I think it might've been the economist. Not, like, you can disagree with Ben Shapiro on, on every topic, yeah. but he's not alt-right. Right. Like the yeah, dude right. is alt-right. Like, well, <laughs> By the like alt right and neo like are you a neo Nazi or a skinhead yeah. like hate people who aren't white like I don't the understand guy wears a yarmulke yeah. <laughs> it's to cover up it's to cover up that part of his head that he shaved to, to prove that he's a skinhead covering up the gets burned into the back of his scalp right. <laughs> yeah underneath crazy. his underneath his yeah but but the fact that like such a mainstream outlet felt comfortable throwing that throwing someone under the bus under the alt right bus when it was so obvious, like uh, literally a Google search would have told you that he was not. Right. Yeah. That's actually kind of scary. Yeah. Because now we're labeling people, whatever we want to label them with no regard for if they actually are that or not there. I feel like definitions have just like gone out the window. Oh yeah. And it happens too. like, it happens on either, like on the right, you'll hear people say, Oh, they're a snowflake or, Oh, they're a social justice warrior or whatever, just because they have like, they might have a compassionate view on, you know, immigration or something. It's like, so you're just going to throw out this whole, the whole baby with the bathwater and just paint them as a, as a cartoon character. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Totally agree. Yeah. It's a huge shame. Cause it's like, there's, I mean, I I've, I've approached like people that I typically didn't think I'd agree with based off of, you know, just kind of, you know, reading a book by its cover and I've done deeper dives on them and found like things that, you know, I've, I never would have even thought about like issues that they brought up that, you know, like even, uh, what, what was his name? The presidential candidate that, uh, recently came out with Andrew, uh, Yang, I think. Yeah. I don't know. I yeah. I haven't been following. Yeah. I mean, like I was actually like, like computer something. Yeah, I, or yeah, I think it's, Andrew uh, Yang. Andrew Yang. Yeah. And, and it's like, it was just interesting. Cause it's like, there are some things that I'm, you know, like diametrically opposed to on, on his campaign platform, but 
there were some things where like he, he brought up some issues that I'd never thought about and it actually caused me to, you know, start to consider like, okay, well, why do I think this way? And it didn't necessarily change my mind, but it made me re-examine my arguments and, you know, and well, you and know, what's funny about, about Andrew Yang. I thought about Andrew Yang. And also I feel the same with Tulsi Gabbard. Is that how I think you say her name? Mm-hmm. Cause those are the two candidates I've seen make the rounds on long form shows and formats. Mm, yeah. So it's funny that I'm seeing such a positive reaction towards these two, like very unknown candidates, but I feel like they're getting a lot of, um, traction and positive traction. And I think it's because they're actually talking. They're yeah. not just doing sound right. bites, they're not just doing, um, talking points. They're actually discussing these issues. And from what I've seen, they both seem to be very respectful and civil. And I think that, again, who I I think we're trying to talk to with our show, people are just like so desperate for that. The ones not on Twitter. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's nice. It's refreshing. How do you uh, one question I have is is I mean, it's a natural thing, I think, to be well. I, I think like I look at myself and I look at all the different things that I believe and, you know, like I try not to be an ideologue about, you know, what I believe. I try to be open minded. Uh, how do you how do you like practice that balance of being able to approach a topic that you may have strong viewpoints on and not letting fear kind of shut you down during conversation and kind of send you running for the hills, so to speak, when you encounter something that's a little scary, you know, like something that you don't fully understand, but you know, you know, you have to explore because I mean, exploration is is scary. Yeah. So luckily, you know, Zach and I have a lot of conversations. And at this point it's been having these conversations over years now, um, about (laughs) you're going to laugh Zach, about, um, ego and, and how much we think that so many of our divisiveness as a society today has to do with, with all of our individual and collective egos mm-hmm. yeah. and how difficult it is to put that aside and how uncomfortable it is, but how necessary it is. Um, so I think that over this like journey, we've, we've, we're trying our best to, and me when I'm sitting in that chair to or I should say before, right before I sit in that chair to do my best to put my ego aside and assume that the person that I'm talking to is having, it it came to the conclusion of their ideas in good faith. It's funny. We were just like, I think Zach and I just contributed to like a tweet about this. Um, but I think we just have to assume that the people that we're talking to are coming from a place of like, of, uh, authenticity and, and, and trying their best. I think we're all just trying our best and we're all trying to find solutions for what we think are problems. Now, some of us might think other solutions will be better than others, but that doesn't mean that the other person I'm sitting across from doesn't also have that same desire to make things better. And so I give them, you know, the space and the respect Mm. to, to, to say it out loud and to talk about it. And I just try my best to, to like actually genuinely be curious. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, I, I, to be, this is something that we took a, a lot of time with that Michelle and I took a lot of time with in pre-production to figure out exactly what it is that we're doing and what our show is. And frankly, it's, it's, it's a, it's a little bit of a spiritual experience. It's a little yeah. bit of a spiritual journey because you have to be willing to be curious and be vulnerable and be open and lean into things and ask questions. 
um, you know, it's when I was young, when I was younger, when I was in like high school, <clears throat> I, I've definitely had a different view of the world than I do now. But one thing that I've stayed staunchly consistent with is this, that old quote, I'm probably going to mess it up, but, um, you know, it's, it's the quote of, you know, I may not agree with what you say, but I'll defend to the death your right to say it. Mm -hmm. no. And I've, that, that's like that thought and that belief system lives in me very, very strongly. And I think it's incredibly important. And I think it's incredibly important that we as a society are able to have the right discussions in the right debates. And you can't have the right discussion or the right debate if you don't actually know what the person sitting across from you even thinks or believes. Yeah. And if and if we're all speaking a different language and everybody's just sitting around screaming and yelling and no one has 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 done anything productive. And so for me, it's kind of this this urge to at least get people to hear one another. And it takes a long time. It takes a long time for these seeds to grow. But it's it's incredibly important, you know, it's to 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 remove that ego and and step into the unknown. It's a little bit it's a little bit of a childlike experience. Yeah. Um, and so we do everything that we can. And, and, you know, you're never going to win that. Right. Like Michelle and I have had conversations about this, like, man, I have a certain belief on this. And should we throw it out? Should we not throw it out? And it's like, hey, you, you have to have an anchor somewhere. Right. Like you have to plant yourself somewhere. And maybe we can be the conduit through which people are, who are watching our show or listening our show can can gain a little bit of perspective. And we can't do that if Michelle's sitting there trying to act super smart or super important or super with it. <laughs> I wouldn't know? get away with that for like, very long. Yeah. Like, you, <laughs> like people aren't stupid. Back to my thing. It's like audiences aren't dumb. People aren't stupid. They can tell when you're when you're BSing. They can tell when you're just pretending. And, you know, I think we're we're trying to just shed all of that, like just cut it out. It's it, just nonsense. it really helps that we're very open about the fact that we lean into our ignorance. Like that's very helpful. Yeah, you know, if yeah. I look, if I ask a stupid question, or I should say, if I ask a question that a lot of other people think is a stupid question, we're okay with that. Uh, we embrace that, actually. And it, we've done it before. Like, we've gotten, I've asked questions before that we've gotten threads of comments on, like, wow, she didn't know what that meant. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, Eugenics. You know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, like, it is what it is. Like, hey, I didn't know what it, I didn't, I, I didn't, in that situation, like, that. It, it was what it was. And kind of back to the ego, like. I, I could um, that I could use that to make me not ask questions in the future, like questions that I'm like, oh, maybe I should know what that means and I won't ask. But that doesn't serve those who don't know what, what you know, who are also curious. And right. we've had like, really great responses on like YouTube of all places, like the worst comments in comment <laughs> history. We've had really good conversations around this. And we've had sometimes Michelle asks questions because she just wants to make sure that the audience has the context. And sometimes she actually yeah. doesn't know, you know, the answer to the question. And you, you can't always tell. And so, you know, in a couple of con in a couple of instances, people have, uh, you know, just been super negative and like, you know, just talking, you know, talking smack on Michelle for for asking a particular question. But then the beauty the beauty of it is, is that what we suspect is that there are these people out there who appreciate what we're doing. Right. And they've come on and said, hey, like you're knocking somebody for asking a question. Like, get the hell out of here. Like, yeah, this is a thank joke. you to those comments. And, and we nice. want to. We want to build that culture. Like we really, really want to build that culture. We want those people on our channel. We want those people on our Discord. We want those people um, hanging out with us and all these guests. That's what we're trying to build. At the end of the day, we're trying to build that kind of a culture and that type of a community. That's super cool. That's awesome. And kind of come back to what you said in terms of, uh, you know, talking. People aren't stupid, and I feel like that. 
um, at least in my kind of life journey, I'd say probably a few years ago, I've kind of toned. I used to be kind of an in your face, kind of super one-sided kind of person. I think uh, we all year, Yeah. <laughs> years ago. But just the, the idea that everybody has a backstory and everybody has come to the beliefs that they have through some sort of story in their life that has taken them to that point. And there's a reason why they believe what they believe. You can't totally just throw everything out and say, ah, you don't know, or whatever it is. Like that's, that's the kind of arrogance that I don't know that you, obviously you guys don't do on the show, but that's the kind of thing that I think when we lose that, we're able to have conversations. Yeah. Because why, how, how is that going to encourage people to, open up and be vulnerable and be willing to go through an exploration, like an intellectual, mental, emotional exploration, you know, when you just shut them down like that. Um, yeah, it's such a funny thing, you know, like Like if you think that somebody is wrong about something or, 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 or maybe you genuinely have knowledge to impart and somebody's really just saying something that's ignorant, uh, you know, (laughs) <laughs> like those types of people in those types of situations never do it that way. Right. The only people who do it in the way that we're talking about in this negative kind of backlash are people that are protecting insecurity and vulnerability and their protect their ego is trying to protect itself. Yeah. And it's like, eh, dude, like that doesn't, that doesn't help you. It doesn't help us. It doesn't help anything. Just, just right. Go. Right. <laughs> I can, I can, I can think back on so many conversations I've had with my roommates that have turned into debates. That Donovan's always bitching about his roommates on this podcast. <laughs> well, it's like, yeah, I, I, I love my roommates, but every <laughs> once in a while we'll get into, you know, we come from like three different worldviews that are just like sort of opposed, but also have commonalities. So it's enough to get us into a room, usually the kitchen, and and debate it until like 2.30 in the morning until we all realize that we've made no progress and that we're all dead tired and that we need to wake up and go to work in the morning. And, right. uh, it's just, one of those, you know, you call no joy and you go up to your, you know, you, you go up to your bed and just go to sleep angry, but it's all because, I mean, to your, to your point, it's because I think, uh, you know, it's, it's more of our own insecurities that take us there. We're not willing to actually open up to listen, to kind of use the Socratic method in a way to, to actually understand things so that then we it's can, fun understand ourselves a little bit better. And I think that's the fear is that like, for, for me, I know this, like a lot of times when I get into a conversation with somebody, I'm more afraid of how it's going to make me feel about my own like truths that I hold dear to my heart, you know, like, Oh, is this going to like make me question myself? You know? So it's almost like you don't want to go there, which is why I commend you for, for kind of taking those steps. There's this beautiful thing that happens. Uh, this is for anybody listening to this, try if you're not already doing this, try this. Um, if you're in a conversation, somebody like is talking about something you don't know, or they ask you, do you know what I'm talking about? Instead of doing the thing that 99% of we, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Cause you just like want to get through it. Just be like, actually, I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> because, and, and, and this magical thing happens where if you're, if you're, if you know, if you do it early enough in the conversation yeah. and, it, and it's not already like kind mm-hmm. of a pissing match, <laughs> if you do it early enough, this, this wonderful thing happens where generally people will like brighten up and they'll open up and they'll, they want to share that with you becomes this like way more positive thing where if you just, so it's like, we're all afraid of like losing something, but we have everything to gain by saying, I I don't actually, I'm not actually sure what you're talking about. Like, no, I don't know. And it's like, how many, 
how many things can you become really, really good at in your life? Like a master, like one, maybe, maybe, you know, like, and, and, but we all sit around like nodding our heads. Like we have all this in-depth knowledge about all of this other stuff in the world. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I had a, a comment or a tweeter the other day say that I was disrespectful for not knowing something. <laughs> and it was like about the topic. I just didn't know. It was a, it was like one little, it was like a detail of the topic. They said I was disrespectful for not knowing that. And I was like, uh, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's so weird. You have, Google, so weird. You, you have Google on your phone, so therefore you should know everything <laughs> on the internet. That is true. What's the point of Download it all into your head. Google. Yeah, I started doing that. Um, just lit, you know, working in LA um, with movies. When people would start talking about movies or they'd reference something, I see a lot of movies. He's probably but, talking about me because I have an IMDb but, library in my head. But when people are just like, you know, have you in Hollywood? Yeah. <laughs> Fancy well, people would be like, have you seen this movie? They're talking about some old like movie that classic that I should have seen. I'm like, no, never seen it. <laughs> I feel like actually a good place to start with that is uh, rideshare drivers, like Lyft drivers and Uber drivers, unless they're like, you know, like very, very hostile, which sometimes they are and they try to beat you up or something. But those, Wait, those there's aside, a story here that we have to. <laughs> well, no, no. I mean, just lately I had to have my car worked on for something and I was dreading uh, doing rideshare because I just, you know, you have to, you feel like you're in this weird place where it's like, am I, do, should I be social or should I just kind of be a jerk and put on my headphones and keep to myself? Like, do, do they just want tell me to them, say, Hey, I have work to do. Sorry if I don't talk right. to well, you. It's kind of it's like the, the air, <laughs> it's kind of like the airplane seat dilemma when you sit down to somebody who wants to talk and you're just like, I don't really want to talk right now, man. But in this case, I ended up, I think I had three ride shares or something and all three of them, I just engaged the person with a very open mind and did what you guys suggested, which is admitted my own ignorance on issues. Didn't try, because I said to myself, I'm not going to see this person ever again. It's, it's most right. likely that they'll never pick me up again. So I'm just going to engage them and just be myself. And, uh, I ended up learning all sorts of stuff like about, Russia about South Africa about how much South Africans apparently hate Australians and think they're the trashiest people which I love Australians. <laughs> how so long was, was this Uber ride? <laughs> it was well I mean it's LA so you know you go from Sherman Oaks to Hollywood you tell me but anyways it was just it was it was a good experience though. And these guys were probably happy to share that right like they probably yeah, oh, yeah. Like, oh let me let me let me impart some knowledge onto you, friend. You know, that's how yeah. generally how it is unless somebody's just totally nuts or they don't have the time. People love to share their experience. So we talked a lot about, you know, talked a lot about talking with people. Um, <laughs> what, what I want to know is, because what, what are some of your favorite guests and topics that you've had on so far? Like, I mean, you guys have a, you know, I've had a ton on. So what uh, do you got? Does anything come to mind? Oh, so many. Like, I, so, yeah, God, honestly, so many, like. I'm just, uh, th this is going to sound so cheesy, but, but it really is true. Um, people that come in that are just excited and passionate about what they're talking about and they just come in and they're jazz and they just go off for two hours. Like I love that so much and I respect it so much. And I, those are generally the people that I learned the most from. Um, just actually, we just released it this week. Um, we, we had on your own Brooke. 
who anyone that knows him and has listened to any of his other content, he loves talking <laughs> and he'll say that he's like, I love talking. Um, and he's so, he's so smart. Like he's so, um, knowledgeable on what he talks about again, whether people agree with him or not, that that is kind of irrelevant. He's so passionate about what he, he talks about. And he, I mean, he kind of led that conversation and, um, and he was just so sweet and so respectful. And he's, he's actually like really funny. Um, and, and kind off, off camera. So, um, yeah, yeah. You know, again, there, I, I love them all, but, but he was, he was great. Yeah. I mean, I'd say that was a top one for me, I guess. Zach. I'm like scrolling through here. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've had, I mean, we really have, we've had some great ones. Uh, I, I think, I think Coleman, Coleman, Coleman Hughes was, uh, was definitely one of the top of my list. He's, um, he, he's just, I grounded like not in a, I don't mean that in some sort of weird patronizing way. He's just, he's just seems like he's got such perspective and he's willing to have the conversation he's, and he's willing to do it in a, in at least the way that I perceived him to be is, is relatively no ego. Um, you know, and, and I think that he's somebody that, that would be very good at, you know, revisiting the conversation we had in a couple of years and being able to amend and add more insight that he's gained as he's gotten older. Um, he just, he just really, he was really willing to, to dive into things and he's not afraid of what he thinks other people are going to think about him. And, you know, I, I commend that. I think that that's really important. And I, and we've had a really good response on that episode. We've got another guy coming up, uh, by the name of Mayar Rastami. Um, he'll be coming up in a, in a couple of weeks. He was, he was very, very fun. Um, really energetic guy, totally different topic, like not, not, you know, you know, identity politics. It's like, it's very different, but um, yeah, generally they've all been, they've all been fantastic to, to a degree because everybody's so different. And then the other thing, I know this is sort of hijacking the question, but what probably what I've been most excited about, and this is something that we're going to start releasing in the future as we continue to compile conversations is that we're starting to have, um, guests in completely different contexts start to talk about the same things. So we oh, might wow. have Thanks. a sociologist and a human trafficking survivor and um, a nonprofit for you know mental health all start to talk about the exact same topic from a different point of view. And what we're going to start doing is we're going to start taking those points of views and and aggregating them into smaller clips. Mm. Um, so people be like, oh, this one thing, what do they have on this one thing? And and let's see how many perspectives around that one thing that we can get so people can kind of do it quickly. So oh, wow. that I'm excited awesome. about. It it's happened very organically, you know, because you couldn't just sit there and like ask the, like the exact same question to a couple different people. They're just going to start defending, defending themselves, right? They're going to start defending their ego. But if it just kind of naturally comes up, you start to realize that all of us are really sort of circling around a handful of the same ideas. We're just coming at it from a different angle. Yeah. That's super cool. Looking forward to seeing those, those, uh, mashups, yeah, common themes. And I want to, I want to see, a. uh, uh, a uh, uh, a Michelle interviews Michelle mashup like they do with Joe Rogan and Jordan Peterson. Oh, dude, we have got so much good I, quality. Oh my god, like insult material on ourselves. We're gonna create a troll channel. Dude, it's you don't awesome. understand. We are idiots. <laughs> we have so much material that's like if if taken out of context or 
if you adjust the speed or whatever, like it's just <laughs> absurd. So one of the best things that you can do is go onto our channel and play our stuff back at like 0.75 X, oh oh yeah. like any of them. And it's like the dumbest conversation because you've it, ever heard. I think we're, we're outing ourselves as just total morons here. <laughs> but like, like if we need a good laugh or something, you know, our show, like we talk about kind of hefty out there intellectual things. And yeah. so if you go to one of those episodes and you, you <laughs> it sounds so stupid, <laughs> you, so you lower the speed. It's just, it, it sounds like we're just it, super it, high. It, and it just, yeah. Yeah. It takes it from like, from like a, a nice intellectual space yeah. to like a bad night at the pub. Like you've been cornered. The best. That's yeah. so stupid. <laughs> That's probably the way that Joe Rogan is searing things all the time. You know, <laughs> depending on, you know, depending, depending on whether it's sober October. Yeah. Or not. yeah. <laughs> One month out of the yeah. year. <laughs> um, all right. Well, thanks so much, guys, for coming on. Well, if people want to find you guys, where can they go? Well, uh, well, you can go to our YouTube channel, which you can just um, type in Exploring Minds. And hopefully at this point it shows up or, you know, Exploring Minds with Michelle Carroll. Our Twitter is Explore Minds underscore TV to fit that in there. Facebook, Exploring Minds Show, Instagram. It's I think it's either it's pretty much Exploring um Exploring Minds show or it's Explore Minds underscore TV. Okay. Uh, yeah, but we're on Facebook, Twitter. We have our Patreon page up. We're on Discord where we're having ongoing conversations all the time. Uh, you know, Zach and I jump in there um, as well. Uh, was there anything else? Yeah, I, I would say, you know, anybody watching this, um, you know, assuming that it's relatively close to the release date, you know, <clears throat> uh, we're building we're building this out and it's it's really crucial that we get quality people in the community kind of at this base level. And we really want people to hop on and we're, we're very communicative. We're an open book. People want to come on and suggest things and talk to us and talk about new guests and new ideas. We really, really want that. Discord is a really good place to do that. You can find our discord link, um, on our YouTube channel, uh, website, pretty much whatever. Um, but, but participate, like we want people to come in. We want people to participate. We want people to be a part of this community. And podcast is now up too. Yes. Oh, sweet! So I can listen now when I'm listen now when I'm hiking. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I usually have it going on the si second screen on my computer while I'm doing work. Yeah. So now I don't need to have a screen. Aww. <laughs> but, but we need those YouTube views. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> and put them on mute. Yeah. Subscribe to everything. That's the other thing. I mean, I hate it, but it's just. But really, subscribe. <laughs> it does. It's everything. You gotta subscribe. Of course, subscribe to their podcast and this podcast if you're not yeah. already. I'm just yeah. <laughs> have, have your have your faith in the internet reignited by, by all this. Yeah, yeah. You know, honestly, that is that is the idea. Yeah. Like that is a sounds like a lofty goal, but but hey, why not? You know. The thing is, you're telling our audience to join your Discord. You're going to get a bunch of trolls. <laughs> this is not a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that, not I to will. insult our audience, we, we, but we I don't, don't know. We, we claim no responsibility for, for any <laughs> hey, of the scoff laws I, out there. I will not hesitate to utilize the ban hammer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much, guys. We'll have to have you on again. Thank you so much for having us, you guys, honestly. Thank you this so much. Great. Great. Appreciate it. Gentlemen, 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 I wanted to take a moment to tell you about this year's Big Shave Southwest event. What is it, you ask? Well, 
It's an awesome annual event put on every year for shaving enthusiasts. The event is run by our good friend Douglas Smythe over at Phoenix Shaving, and it's basically like the Comic-Con or the Vans Warp Tour of shaving. Uh, all your favorite traditional men's grooming products and vendors under one roof. Donovan and I have gone uh, the last couple of years and uh, always have a great time. And this year, we will be recording a live episode of the Gentleman's Golf Law podcast right there at the event. And uh, maybe, just maybe... I might shave my beard, but you didn't hear it from me. And uh, best of all, guys, admission for this event is free. So go ahead and mark your calendar for the weekend of April 27th and join us in Phoenix, Arizona for all the festivities. For more information, go to BigShaveSouthwest.com to find out more and make your plans. You won't want to miss out on this, guys, and we can't wait to see you there. All right, um, coming to the close here. That was a good interview. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, very enlightening. Very enlightening. We'll have to have them back on. Oh, yeah. Um, You know what time it is? No. Uh, It's it's time to announce the winner of of last month's giveaway. That's exactly what I was going to say. I you took the words right out of my mouth. Let's get a drum roll, please. All right. And the winner is Rye Guy, W-R-Y-E Guy um, okay. on Instagram. Like the bread? You'll be, yeah. You'll be getting. <laughs> yeah, well, let's go with that lady scofflaw. Yeah, like the bread. He's probably, yeah, that's probably like makes sense. Um, you'll be getting a little bottle of uh, Malpay aftershave. And this month we are giving away. I'll let Lady Scofflaw announce what this is from. Vloyd. 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 Vloyd with an L. Vloyd. Vloyd. Phoenix Artisan Accoutrements. Accoutrement. Accoutrement. Attel. Do you know that reference? Anyone? What is that? All the all all the all these references are going over my head. I don't know where, where am Winnebago I. Man. Oh man, I was gonna say whoever guesses it should get a, a prize of oh, their own. Well, whoever knows their name, I, I didn't guess. Ooh. I'll send them. Who knows who, what his name is? I'll send, send them something. A, tweet at us. Tweet at us. Tweet no at more, us. Tony. That's no more, Tony. The aftershave and cologne, three point five fluid ounces. It's um. There's a picture of a Viking who is happy. <laughs> And it looks nice. really nice. I think this is a limited really edition nice. because I couldn't I find it. it? Uh, oh, wait, don't, no, I can't. Open well, you could. Just, this is the price. Yeah, okay. this is the price. Don't it looks fabulous. You just, you just sort of loosen. The What's top. the trick? This okay. is what Donovan does at every drugstore while getting ready for a date. <laughs> yeah. What do you wait. think about it, Donovan? <laughs> okay, but also, so they I, should know what I, I think forgot. about I it. I forgot. I have a cold, so I actually can't. I can't smell it right now, but. It looks great. If you loosen the cap, you can if get I a little bit of a water. But don't, well, open, allergies, don't break the seal. Oh, that's nice. Would you, date nice. A, yeah. would you date a guy? Yes, especially that? if they were funny with staying power. There we go. <laughs> that's, the, that's the trifecta. Is that what it says? Is that what it says to you? The scent says funny with staying power. Funny, staying <laughs> power, is so and Vloyd is the trifecta. Vloyd. <laughs> of good man. You can uh, enter a giveaway on uh, on Instagram. Um, just go to Instagram.com slash Jen Scofflaw and uh, click the post, and it'll give you instructions on how you can win nice. this aftershave. Excellent. Um, also, speaking of Phoenix shaving, 
this month, weekend of April 27th, we'll be, uh, we'll actually be at the Big Shave Southwest in Phoenix, Arizona. Yay! Cool. Yay! Yeah, I'm excited. Should be fun. We're actually doing a uh, men's uh, pipe and cigar night. Well, not necessarily a men's thing, but it's a pipe and cigar night the night before the Big Shave West over there, uh, right by the convention center. And then the next day, we'll be doing a live podcast right there at the Big Shave West. So Good times will be had by all. It's like the Comic Con of men's shaving, so you won't want to miss it. So, do people dress up with facial hair or without? <laughs> they come. They probably come with their best their best shave yeah. they can get their best BBS shave as they say that makes sense which means baby, baby butt baby smooth, butt smooth oh, yeah. I never heard yeah, that. There we go. yeah yes. BBS shave but they're doing from what I understand they're doing some li- again some live straight razor shaves so I don't know maybe maybe I might get it done yeah I'm not Ooh. saying I like, don't know like I was saying last throw it time, out there. we can find a guy <laughs> You can find a guy. I mean, go to Phoenix, find a guy, you know, get you a shave. <laughs> All right. On some street corner. <laughs> let's, let's, oh, uh, what, gosh. How else can people support the show? Ladies Scofflaw, where, where can they go? Uh, <laughs> Ladies Scofflaw, way to throw a curveball. Ladies Scofflaw wasn't prepared, but I'm going to assume you're saying at Gent Scofflaw on Instagram. Yes. You can do that. It's one. You could Next. also uh, join us on the merchandise page on our website. Naturally. Yeah. Hit the shop page. We we also have an exercise video out. That's, what? Uh, no, I'm kidding. Oh. You should. <laughs> I'll make that one. Would be, that would be amazing if yes. we had, if we had a Put on our ranger walk. panties and do an exercise. Rangers, video. panties, and leg warmers. Um, and we, we'll, we'll get Jane Fonda in on it, too. She's still around, right? But yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> we're also on Stop Patreon, that. correct? <laughs> yeah. I love it. Did you see her on the norm? Okay, never mind. This we're not, not talking about what, the topics no, anymore. She's good on norm. Guys, this is not what the gentleman scofflaw podcast is about I don't sorry, know. i'm so sorry i even brought up her name no <laughs> anyways God. how dare you bring up jane <laughs> how dare she's you the, she's great say the unmentionable <laughs> the, that which shall not be named uh anyways you can also find us on patreon and you can uh yeah our merchandise shop and like us on facebook subscribe on youtube you got the YouTubes. You got it. I don't even have the show notes in front of me. Oh, I did geez. that all from. This is memory. the last time That's I'm impressive. the only one with the show notes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. Uh, lady Scofflaw, you are a lady and a Scofflaw. Thank you, darling. Donovan, you are a gentleman and a Scofflaw, my friend. Thank you, darling. And you guys have a great week. This has been the Gentleman Scofflaw Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. Visit us on the interwebs at gentlemanscofflaw.com. Captain says, his ice on the river, we ain't getting home if we don't break through. So damn cold, I can't help but shiver. Rise and shine, we got work to do. Hey!